De facto podcast is privileged to have been founded on Wadjuk Noongar land. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of this land and express our sincere gratitude for their ongoing guidance as we work in their community. And welcome back to another long-awaited episode and season of De Facto, where we discuss our nine-to-five kind of relationships in another podcast literally no one asked for. I'm Nicolette. I'm Kate. And a big shout-out and welcome back to Producer Laney as well. And also a huge shout-out to uh, today's sponsors. Uh, Nicolette has put uh, Quenders as the sponsor. Oh, I just spat. But I'm boycotting that because <laughs> fucking no Quenders sponsoring our episode, dull. <laughs> For those who don't know, Quenda is another name for a bandicoot. Like a small marsupial. A small marsupial. And I would like, if you knew that, to please send us a message. And if you didn't know that, also send us a message. Because I've got a little bit of a debate going on about whether or not people know what a Quenda is. I've always known what a Quenda is. Okay, well, you're south of the river, so maybe it's south of the river thing. We have a lot of Quendas, actually, south of the river. It, but do you, is it a different, or do you say bandicoot, or do you say quenda? They're separate animals. Okay, well, that's not what I've been told. So anyway, we will check the facts on that. Or maybe they, oh, I don't care. Regardless, <laughs> regardless of what they are, they're not our sponsor. All right, well, let's get into it then. No, well, our sponsor is actually Bloom Pelvic Health. Well, and that's not fun. Bloom Pelvic Health. <laughs> no, no just kidding. I do love Bloom Pelvic Health. Great health service. <laughs> and it matches the topic we're discussing today. What sort of health service do they offer? Public health. <laughs> <laughs> they are a female physio. Yes. I know. I follow them on Instagram. Um, my really good friend Claire, she is the owner of Bloom Public Health and they do amazing things. And she said, make your next episode Bloom's the sponsor. And I said... Yes, master. And I'll let the Quenders know. <laughs> Sorry, Quenders are fucking out. Quenders are out. Bloom Public Health is in. Bloom's in. Bloom's in. It's in. Now, it is season three. We're back. We and are sorry about the hiatus. I needed a break. But we did. We had a lot on. A lot on. I've talk- got a lot on. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> Get a tack. And I'll be back. Exactly. Um, but season three, for those new listeners, uh, welcome. But we talk shit. A lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just a podcast that literally no one asked for, but we're doing. But people have been asking for. Correct. True. So some people have said, where have you been? Job. Yeah, where have you been? Uh, best mate, Connor. Connor. He's Hello, obviously, Connor. He, thanks for checking in on us. Muchos gracias. Really <laughs> and this season, Connor, we will send you a mug. So send us your address. Please. That's, all, that's the last piece of the puzzle is your address. Exactly. The mug's sitting there waiting. Yes. In the computer. <laughs> being printed as we speak. <laughs> it's on route. Anyway, season three. The, the name of season three is If Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, You're Talking From Uranus. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Quote. So we're going to be talking about this episode, The Orgasm Gap. Yes. Then the next episode, Having Sex in Public. Then the next episode, What Are Some Behaviours When You're Single Versus Relationship Behaviours? Mm-hmm. Then the next episode, Weird fantasies, some paraphilias, paraphilias, sorry, kinks. Then the next episode, to be advised. The following episode, <laughs> also to be advised. <laughs> then we're doing two bonus episodes. Uh, one, some Reddit stories and some curtain love letters. 
So a lot of to be advised. But you could say a great season ahead. A great season. So if you're not already subscribed, subscribe. So subscribe. you know. You know when they're coming out. Yep. And again, if you want to sponsor us, actually, clearly we're, the bar is low if we're accepting <laughs> Quenders. So. Hey, let's not be rude to the Quenders, all right? They're key marsupial of WA. <laughs> and very widely respected. <laughs> Very wildly respected animal. Yes, sorry, I take it back. I'm really sorry. That was quite rude of me. <laughs> so, all right, let's get into it. It has been a while, so we do have lots to catch up on. Yeah, when we're writing our notes, we couldn't really remember what to catch up on. I feel like so much has happened, yet also not a lot. Not a lot, yeah. Not a lot. So do you want to fill us in, Kate, what's been going on? Yeah, okay. Um, just get – Connor's just – well, thanks, Connor, actually. He's just asked what's for dinner. So um, <laughs> uh, a roast, I think I'm having. I'm having salmon. So so good to hear from you, Connor, actually. So you'll get that response on Monday next week. (laughs) (laughs) When you listen to it. So what did you do this weekend? All right, let's go. Right. A few things have happened. A very life-changing moment actually happened for me since we we last recorded. Mm. Now, I, all my life, was under the assumption that I was an Aries. Yes. And so I really leaned into those Aries characters. <laughs> made it your personality, like, some would say. Completely made the Aries my personality. Yep. Um, Aries are very fiery. Mm-hmm. Thus, I was fiery. <laughs> um, did the little put your put your birthplace in, date, time into a – I didn't do it. A friend sent it to a friend and that, that friend did it and then that friend sent it back to me. Whatever. doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm a Taurus. Shocker. I'm, sh- I'm honestly, I'm having an identity crisis. I was shocked when you told me that. Yeah. And then a quick Google really cleared it up, so I'm not sure how you <laughs> went this long without knowing you were a Taurus. <laughs> what about when you start, read your star sign, it says like from this date to this date. Yeah, but I'm on the cusp. I'm cuspy. Mm. So I was, I knew I was on the cusp, could have been either, but I was identifying with an Aries. But she did the date, time, location, and apparently I'm clearly a Taurus. Which, okay, I get Aries are fiery. Mm-hmm. But so turns out I'm just a bitch. <laughs> I'm actually just a bitch. <laughs> it's not the star sign after all. No. Well, I'm and, shocked. And all these love predictions. Yeah. Like my star sign with their star sign. Google it. Are we compatible? Well, now Wrong. you're gonna break up with Bill because you're not compatible anymore. Well, I haven't checked yet. Oh well, don't well, check because really... what if? What if you're not? Well, we weren't really compatible before. Well, so we might be more compatible maybe now. Maybe you are. That'd be good. Enough. That would be nice. Yeah. So. so yeah. I, yeah, identity crisis. I'm really going. I'm going to think. Been through right it. Now. She has been through yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. So, had my birthday. 28. Happy birthday. Thanks. Thanks, Lena. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Um, went down south on the weekend, actually. No, something different. Just for something different. If it's not Bali, it's down south. Yeah. Well, we actually right. we did go to Bali in December. So yeah, what? Have we spoken on. about that? Well, we should just move on from it. Maybe Stop until bringing... we go. Next time. Stop bringing it up, Nicolette. Yeah. It's just Move. embarrassing. Yeah. We never talk about it. So Calm down, Nicolette. Calm just, down. Are you gaslighting me? You're acting crazy Just because right you're a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> She's picking up new Taurus <laughs> traits. Not sure how I feel about it. No, okay. So went down south. Um, went to Yelling Up Car Park. Very busy day on Sunday. It was plush. We all, it, was, it was. The vibe was plush. The weather plush. Ten plushies. Plushness. They're plush. Ten. Ten stars. Anyway. Drive into the car park. It's fucking heaving. There's fucking people everywhere. Mm-hmm. We spot a car park. Drive past it. We have to loop around because it's one way. Loop around. My anxiety is kicking in already because I've spotted a free car park and I need it because mm-hmm. no, I have no chill. Come around. Come around. Come around. Go to pull in. There's a woman standing in the car park. No. Was she reserving a spot? She was reserving nah, a spot. Absolutely not. Oh. 
You can't do that. You can't do that. That's what you see on like American videos that happen in Walmart car parks. That doesn't happen in Perth. We started inching forward. She said, I'm reserving it for my sister. Sorry. No. no. If you're not in the car and you're not there. Get the fuck out. Nah. We're not reserving so it. So what'd you say? Well, we just drove away and parked somewhere else. Oh, Kate. That's the new tourist of new coming out. I'm if very if Aries was still around, you would have just run it down. <laughs> I'm very chill these days. Wow. Michael. You wouldn't really get it. No. Um, But I'm just like, okay. No, we don't do that. No. Nah. We don't do that, do we? No. I don't want to live in a world where people do that. I don't want to be part of that. Imagine Christmas time at the shops if everyone did You'd that. You'd be fucked. You'd be fucked. You can, you're allowed to You're allowed to reserve a seat if you want to sit with your friends at an yep. event. 100% I'll allow that. Car park, no. Nah. No. Nah. First in, best dress, that's just the way it comes. It's the system of life. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, the way it is. So uh, that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first outrage of the day. The second outrage went to a winery, leaving the winery. There's a couple there mm-hmm. matching. All right. Matching clothes, matching shoes, same brand, same colour, matching socks, matching shorts, matching shirt and a hat. All the same, same brands, same colour, same everything. Interesting. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, personally, I wouldn't do it, mm-hmm. but each to their own. Each to their own. It's so politically correct of you. If you want to dress and look like a fool, go right ahead. Be my guest. What are you, your thoughts on that? I thought... Was actually you and Will? <laughs> just, just checking in before you before you show me in person. Sometimes we do wear similar clothes. We've actually got his and her hockers now. So I've actually... I've started running. I'm preparing for a, a half marathon. Yes. And by preparing, I mean I bought the shoes. Well, that's enough. That's the training done. I signed up too. I bought the shoes in pink. He bought the shoes in orange. Exactly They're the same. Very thing. bright too. His and her hockers. Mm. That's it's, a bit cute. It's a new trend we're doing. It's a new mm. couples trend. No, but I just thought again, I don't want to live in a world where we're couples are dressing the same. Mm. I don't want that. It is tough. Mm. It's tough out there. But again, each to their own. As long as they're happy, it that's is fun. It's all that matters, except for I don't want to see it. <laughs> so <laughs> do it in your own home. Fucking hell, do it in private. <laughs> no, that's like that's some weird kinky paraphilia type yeah. shit that I don't want to see. But again. Each their own. Um, me and Nicolette went to, we went up to the Pilbara to deliver some programs up there. I think Nicolette had this down as her story to tell. But oh, you can, no, I, I just had it down because I wasn't sure if you'd remember. I, I thought you might have trauma blocked it. I did trauma block it. <laughs> oh my God, it was so traumatic. So well, actually, first we go to South Headland. That's where we're working for the week. Yes. And we get there and we're like, let's get a photo to put up that we're in South Headland. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite hard to find a nice place in South Headland. So we drove around for about 20 minutes, ended up at the sign, had it on the car, little self-timer moment. Mm-hmm. It was the whole thing. It was a lot. But we got it. We got there in the end. Yeah, well, I looked shit in all the photos. Yeah, but so did I. But it was far away. It was all right. We had to cop one for the team and post yeah, it. Yeah, we did. But no, we did. We do the FIFO lifestyle, actually. We did. We went up there for a week. We flew up there, so fly in. And, and then we flew home. We flew We flew out, fly, fly out. And I think what we're going to call it from now is FIFO. Yeah. So maybe we should let... Other people know of the term. And do you know what's so like crazy to me when we're up there is everyone talks about how hard the FIFO workers work. And we were going into the mess to get breakfast. Which is the dining hall. The dining hall. Sorry. Lingo, Sorry. FIFO, lingo. FIFO, lingo. Sorry, forget you guys don't all know. You, you probably, yeah. probably wouldn't get it. Um, we were going into the mess at, what, 7.30, 7.45 to get breakfast. No one was there. Where were they? Asleep in bed. And sleeping in. And then I told Zach that and he said, well, they were all already at work. And I said, no. No, they actually... They, you wouldn't understand. They weren't there, though. No. If the, if they weren't there, they were probably asleep, yeah. sleeping in. Bunch of slackers. And then, like, you know, we come home at, 
Oh, school finishes 3 o'clock. We've got to go out for another afternoon session. Where are they? Probably Nowhere still in to bed. Be seen. Nowhere to be seen. Now, I say private workers don't really work hard enough. No, they don't. Not as hard as us. Yeah. So we're then left. But actually just a few little tips, FIFO tips oh, for you. Sorry. Listeners yep. out there, um, obviously very experienced now. I guess hydration is important when you're working it is, out. It in is heat. hot. It is yeah, hot. Yeah. So. Um, and no white shoes because apparently <laughs> you're not allowed to wear white shoes in Headland because just screams that you're from Perth, even though you're <laughs> even though you're working inside all day, and not actually in the field. Apparently, it's Perth thing. So Perth thing. You if you want to stand out, wear your white shoes. Okay, so we're we're in we're in we're up there. We're in in a working environment in a school. I was going to say we're in the school, and this lovely teacher. Says, so, oh, I'll take you to the lunchroom during lunch break. So we're walking. She's in front and me and Nicolette are just behind her, kind of in like a little diamond shape. Yeah, that's okay. We're walking along and she's fucking, she's swinging her arms around. She's got this like pace on her. She's like <clears throat> an energy is coming out of this yeah, woman. Yeah, she was pumped. She's she's high-fiving the kids. High five, high five, <laughs> high five. <gasps> yep. And then anyway, this one kid, kid comes past. She goes, fist bump me. <laughs> and then she goes, I'm not letting you leave till you fist bump me. <laughs> and this poor kid was like... Oh, okay. <laughs> and me and Nicolette just like side-eyed each other. Side-eyed. <laughs> and then she told me off for wearing white shoes, so there you go. Anyway, got inside. <laughs> we just fucking ripped at her shreds. Sorry, but we're not fist-bumping anymore. It's 2023. And kids don't – kids, you know, we're not cool to them. So yeah. So we go to leave. We're at the airport. We got there with four minutes to check in. I think it was literally two minutes. Yeah, we waltzed on in thinking it's like some country airport. And she goes, check-in closes in two minutes. And we said, well, lucky we made it. <laughs> we're here. Here's our bags. <laughs> And then, so we go through security and Nicolette goes first. Well, wait, first we've got to set the scene. Okay, sorry. There is one security guard. You put your bags in the little travel scanner. Scanner. You walk through a buzzer that's like in the Perth airport. It's like the metal detector, people ones. You know, in the Perth airport, you put your arms up and the thing spins around you and it's like, and does a whole body scan. So I'm standing there, my arms up and he goes, spin. And I thought he was, like, talking to the machine. And then he goes, no, no, you. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So that's a full manual spin. Like, this is real retro. And then he said, and there was a little buzzer. Then Kate comes through. And on the other side of this, it's a packed airport. There's two flights going out of full of FIFO workers. Probably packed. the size of, like, half a basketball court. <laughs> like, that's just the whole people. airport. <laughs> just pump it up. That's all there is. I go through. The buzzer goes off. I've done that. I put my hand. The buzzer goes off. Right? And it's it's showing sort of near my heart area as I've got something on me. Anyway, the woman, excuse me, miss, this way, I need to pat you down. It's very loud. Everyone's very queuing up for the flight like 10 metres away. I'm right in front of everyone and I said, oh, um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I've just got a piercing. And she goes, where's your piercing? <laughs> no, first she was like, what? <laughs> Kate's like, I just got a piercing. What? It's <laughs> so funny. I'm standing And she's like, where's your piercing? Shouts it out. And I was like, just in my nipple. <laughs> And then she's like, I'm still going to have to pat you down, miss. And then I had to lift my arms and she had to boob grab me and felt the piercing and then, like, let me go. And then I'm all f- I'm flustered and I'm stressed out and then I'm trying to get my bags off the conveyor belt and this dude's up my ass saying, hurry up, hurry up. And I'm fucking grabbing my shit, like, stressed so the, the fuck fact out. She, like, pats down and she literally like, gets to Kate's boob, full, like, grabs the knee, like, this mini squeeze of the nipple, like... Like, she's like, <laughs> and Kate's like mortified. Everyone coming from the plane has just witnessed this. And then I was like, well, Kate, at least it wasn't a dude. 
Could have been worse. At least it was a woman and one of them old men batting down your nipple. I was just like, I did not fucking consent to this shit. <laughs> oh, and then we got on the flight. And the good thing was, though, the whole flight was filled with, like, six-foot big men. They're all five foot. That's what we call it now. And we're up. We get on the plane and they've assigned me the emergency exit seat. So I walk past all these people squished up. Sorry, excuse me. I'm coming through. I need the extra leg room. <laughs> extra leg room here. Full on leg room. Guy next to me, sitting there the whole time, sitting there in the flight. He's got his headphones on. This is halfway through the flight. I'm sitting there. Flight's like two hours, so you're probably an hour in. Hour in, yep. Pretty quiet at this stage, I'd say. Everyone's watching the Netflix, whatever. He's obviously listening to music. And then out of nowhere, he just goes, Oh, yeah. <laughs> and lets out. Bounce into song and then sort of realises what he's done. And I'm being polite, like pretending I can't hear him, like trying to, oh, and then he's like, <clears throat> and just like leans back. So it was a very interesting fight, you would say. And then we got the pies and then we were home. Then we were home. And yeah. that's the week done. That was the week done. Yeah. A few other things. Um, well, I was down south this week. Okay, yeah, off you I'll go. Turn. You talk now. Whatever. Don't worry about me. Beautiful house between Bustleton and Dunsborough. Ro- like, house, grass, ocean. Yeah, 50 metres walk down. Not even 50 metres. Ten plushies. Some would say prime real estate. Mm-hmm. Once was an old shack where we used to have to camp, mm-hmm. but now they've renovated it. Beautiful house. We all stayed there. Outdoor shower. So, in the morning, we all go for this 7am dip. That's what you do. Cold dips. Cold dip. Some would say cold nips. Um, we're back to the house and then my friend goes inside for the shower, other friend goes to the other shower, her boyfriend in the outside shower and I'm just waiting there like cold because everyone's in the showers, but it's fine, it's fine, it's quite beautiful. Then he comes out and I go in and then Kirsten comes out later on out of the shower and we're all sitting there having breakfast and she goes, oh, when I was in the shower, who was in the outside shower? Because I think like I was stealing your hot water. And her boyfriend <laughs> looks at me and goes to Kirsten, oh, we were in the outside shower <laughs> and points to us both as if we're like, we're both in there at the same time. And I was like, oh, not together, not together. And then it was Elsa's because then I'm like, no, 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 like separately, separately. Like he was there and then I got in and then, and then you got out. And my other friend was like, well, that was very quickly defensive. <laughs> well, well, be too careful. All right. Now, Nicolette, you started telling me a story, and then I asked you to shut the fuck up and stop telling me this story <coughs> earlier today. I'll just share it on the podcast because I wanted, I wanted, I wanted a live reaction. So, yeah, get is your it, phone out. Start that, it, well, it's up there. Well, so. it's up there. So we can't tell the story. <laughs> can't we? No, I can still tell because it was only like three text messages. Really wholesome moment. We get. I was sitting there having nibbles. I get like twenty photos sent to me on this random number, all similar, but like full family. I saw the first photo. It looked like a family photo shop. Yeah, it was. It's wholesome family picture. They're all sitting there, looking all beautiful. And this is from an unknown number. Unknown number. And I was like, definitely no family I know. <laughs> they, they were very different looking from you. Yes. They're a lovely looking family. <laughs> beautiful. And they send through, oh, sorry, wrong number. So I send back a selfie with all these girls and I say, ooh, looking good though. <laughs> you know, April so deep. And then they send back... Well, not as good as you lot. Cheers to the long weekend. <laughs> and I said, cheers, and sent them with that little, like, <laughs> And I said, do we just make a really good friend? Oh, my God, you should invite them over. And I, was, I said, invite them around, come around for the family, catch-ups. I said, where's my invite? Yeah. You're all, obviously, you're all going out for dinner. Mm-hmm. Didn't invite me. It's mm-hmm. fine. Maybe next yep. time. 
Very wholesome. Um, we went surfing on the weekend, and by we, I mean not me. I watched. I participated in the watching. But Sorry. I just, I thought it's funny when you go surfing, and I surf a lot. We know this. <laughs> um, but you, the little jog you do down to the beach. Oh yeah. So you've always got a jog, no matter if the beach is the surf is mm-hmm. two meters or if it's two k's. You've got a jog there. Yeah. Because otherwise, people don't think you're keen enough. No. Well, that's what we've always said. And you've got to also jog back as well because you've got to be hell stoked afterwards. Yeah, like real pumped up on life. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to get that little jog. Mm-hmm. Um, the jiggy my, jog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The jiggy excitement jog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My thing of, on the weekend was, because I wasn't getting in the water to go surfing, was just say sort of really loudly, oh, this bloody injury. <laughs> yeah. When, and when all the other servers are out. Yeah. And you know what was nice in the video you sent? Will had his has wet on and he actually had his orange hockers as well. <laughs> He counted the jog to the surface his morning run. It's those extra two percenters. And then he just took the shoes off, jumped in the water, put them back on, ran back to the car. It's the extra two exactly. percenters. They all they all add up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going. Oh, it's a bloody injury. I've ne- oh, a couple more months to get back in the water. Or when he when he runs into the water, just watch it. Keep your chest up. This one, babe. Just watch yep. the chest, please. Or you say, oh, that's not what we spoke about. Yeah, I'm trying to coach him in the right way. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, oh, fuck. Every yeah. time. Every time. When I'm not out there with him, he doesn't, doesn't listen. He doesn't get it. No. He doesn't get it. Exactly. Yeah. And then I was also going with the, I'm, I'm more into snowboarding. Yeah. And like, I guess the skills just aren't really that no. transferable. Yeah. And it's, yeah. You know, it's not the same. It's I'm into winter sports. Yeah. And then you just got to hobble back up the beach so it looks like you've hurt your ankle. Yeah. So that's, that's why you're not in the water. Well, yeah. 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 Put on the knee brace. <laughs> Walk down. <laughs> exactly. Um, That's it. That's. I think that's lots. Lots. Lovely. Have you, what have you got? Nothing. That Boring. was just, yeah. That's it. That's it. 23 minutes in. <laughs> okay. And. Oh, I have a question. Okay. Would you rather be with the wrong person for okay. your whole life? Yep. Or be with the right person, but you're only with them for two years, then they died? Oh. <laughs> the wrong person. Would I think the wrong person. But do you still get along? Yeah, but they're just not quite the one. And yeah, but what? I think it would be harder to lose someone okay. than to have like an average marriage. <laughs> what would you pick? Pretty tough. Yeah, tough it's a tough one. Yeah. Maybe I'm with you. Before I was with the two years, but mm. I think the grief might kill yeah, me. Yeah, I don't think you could live a full – well, I don't think I could live a full life with the grief. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll see. Mediocre. Well, we got that from the Inspired Unemployed and they probably need a promotion for them, so <laughs> you're welcome. You are welcome. If they promo. want to collab, let us know. Um, yeah, we'll see if we're free. Yeah, probably in what probably. won't be, though. Maybe July. If that. We're pretty busy. So. Next year, yeah. Back in the Pilbara, FIFO things. And again, like, we could give you a lot more FIFO content if you want it, I guess. <laughs> let us know. Mm. Exactly. All right, what about our hot top? Yes, the hot top is... is and I'm going to generalise here, but you can take it with any way you want. So men not posting their girlfriends on Instagram. So people not posting their partners on Instagram. But I'm going to say more men because in my friendship circles, it's usually the men The men not posting them. Why are you trying to appear single on, mm. on the socials, exactly. Dale? Yep. Who, who, who are you hooking up with? So first question, when is it acceptable to post a photo? So when, how far in can you put them on your Instagram, in either your story or your post? I mean, feed is a lot. But what about story? All right. Well, it's got to be a soft launch. Mm-hmm. I reckon, well, I, you've got to go two approaches. Okay. You either go with the soft launch. Yep. 
and, and like maybe a hand, a hand and then like two wine glasses. Or maybe they're walking in the distance. Yeah. Could be anyone, mm-hmm. could potentially go with a soft launch. Mm-hmm. A few soft launches on the story yeah. and then a hard launch two, three months into the relationship. But in maybe a swipe post, oh, yeah, a never carousel just post, never just like one photo. Ew, no, it's twenty twenty. And it's got to be like maybe the fourth one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be silly. Yeah, that's nice. Or option two, hard launch on your wedding day. That's a good option as well. I reckon as soon as you've said I do, first hard launch. Yep, all right. Keep keep people interested. Keep them on their toes. Keep them on their toes. What about tagging or not tagging? So do you tag them in the story or do you only tag them once they're in the post or do you just keep a mystery? Well, I've gone with the mystery just because purely doesn't have social media. That's what Um, you think. Well, trust me, man. (laughs) Trust me, bitch, they say. Um, As early stories, we're not tagging them. No, 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 we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit later on when you're actually together, the two months in, yeah, you can tag them. Tag them, yep. But you before can. you're together, don't be – that's just disgusting. Yeah. That's actually too intimate. <laughs> so what I – we were talking about with our friends the other day, we were saying that you know how many people's excuses like, well, I just don't post, right? I hate that excuse. And I'm going to tell you why. Fooling no one, actually. Fooling no one. If you don't have Instagram, you never logged in, you don't look at it. Fine, that's fair enough. You obviously don't have to post because you got nothing to post on. However, you say I'm not a poster, but you're on there scrolling and stalking everyone else's profiles and seeing what's going on and checking out Instagram. Doesn't count. Don't say you don't use Instagram if you're actively using Instagram. Amen. That is when you deserve, your girlfriend deserves a post. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And last one, mm-hmm. captions. So say you're with your partner and you want to put a caption up. Uh, what do I think? Not too soppy. No, I reckon you go with, my dearest, my dearest Baba, I would love you forever. <laughs> Beautiful. That's what you did. So I, did. I can understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think not too soppy, but like a nice, like, like cute, but not too, not gross cute. Well, give me an example. I can't think of one. <laughs> but what I, what I would like to say, you know, create your own. What am I? It's not my full-time job. I'm not your content creator. No. Fucking hell. One thing does irk me, though, is when people have been together forever, and you don't have to be a sobby person, but say their partner has a baby, and then they put up a picture of the baby, or worse, them and the baby, <laughs> the partner's not even anywhere to be seen, and they say something like, I don't know, Trevor born, <laughs> whatever his name is, <laughs> and that's it. Or they say, great that are my best friend's now here, and they, they like announce the baby's arrival, but there's no mention... Of the mother. Of the mum. That just either pushed that fucking baby out of yep. her vagina or has now got a permanent yep. scar on her. So you can say all you want in person, but if I see that, I'm going to shoot me shit person. <laughs> you got to say at least so proud of tag the person. Yeah. Superhero. Whatever you want to say, you got to mention them. Mm-hmm. They did the work. They did the work. They grew the baby. Not, we are so proud to announce the baby. That's it. Mm-hmm. Or, and if it's just mum and bub doing well, don't want to hear that either. <laughs> Be yeah, more mum original. and bub doing well. Get some new content. <laughs> also, off that, we're not really posting on t- Instagram anymore as well, guys. But if you have a baby, I'll allow it. But if you are going to post, do this. this maybe, is what I'm saying. Make it better. Maybe maybe just a carousel of your year, throw the baby in the middle and then, and then keep swiping. At fourth one in. Because we don't want to make it a big deal. And don't tag the baby either. <laughs> Actually, no, you've got to make your own account for the baby when they're famous, you know. And that's that. Yeah. Well, look, I, I really agree with you. Thank you. Um, We're... Saying you don't post your girlfriend anymore, fucking bullshit. Yeah. Why aren't you? We're not stupid. We know you just want yeah. to either pee single or you think she's fugly. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. 
Come uh, on, post your girlfriend or your partner. Exactly. Be you proud. Yeah. Be proud to have a partner. Yeah. Isn't that like part exactly. of like doing the whole relationship thing? You Be do, proud but not too soppy. Do a little dis- <laughs> disco dance together exactly. or some shit. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, go. All I'm, right. I'm here, mate. I'm ready. I'm fucking waiting for you. Oh. All right. Well, welcome. <laughs> I've already said that. Ignore that. All right. Today's episode, we are talking all about the orgasm gap. And the episode is called? Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Mind a little it. bit of play on words. You know what I mean? A little pardon the pun, if you yep. will. Exactly. Okay. Got some funny stories for you. Where did this come from? Triple J. Thanks, Triple J. And this is called When the Bad Sex Wasn't Even the Worst of It, just to, you know, kick us off. All right, here we go. Accidentally gave chlamydia to an absolute 10, so I apologise by giving him a $50, $50 JP Hi-Fi voucher. I'd take it. I'd fucking take that. Hey, thank you. Absolutely. Um, one guy literally <laughs> asked me what a clip even was when we slept together, so I date girls now. Fucking Justified. Amen. Justified. Absolutely, amen. Um, a Tinder guy got me to the edge of an orgasm and stopped because he said orgasm for a waste of spiritual energy. <laughs> Off that, I, uh, my partner was seeing a girl before we, like, in his, before us, and he told me that this girl would never fart in bed because it was a sacred place. Oh. I'm sorry, you're farting in your sleep. Yeah. Everyone's farting in their sleep. Don't tell me it's a sacred place. Exactly. If you're having anal sex, <laughs> that shit ain't sacred. No. <laughs> exactly. Lord's exactly. watching. Um, <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I'm all hot now from life. It's hot in here. It is hot in here. All right, the next one. One night Stan gave me headphones, left the room, and made me listen to his own album for an hour. And I said, trap him in there. <laughs> Make him listen to it. Fucking oh. That's the only way you're going to go. Maybe that's what I should have been doing with our potty, getting dudes to listen to <laughs> oh, it. Yes. <laughs> Too late now, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Lock Will in a room. Put it on repeat. No, he probably isn't. He's probably sick of my voice. Yabbering away. All right. So, like we said, we're talking about the orgasm gap. Correct. So, I want to start with what the TikToks that are going viral that we see online. And, like, you know when they're, like, walking down the street and it will be like, oh, guys, can you point to this anatomy and point where the clitoris is? And they always get it wrong. Mm. Or they're like, I don't even know what the clitoris is, which is actually the worst kind. At least some of them try and have a guess because they know it exists. But so many people joke. And then all the jokes, like, finding the clit or, like, we're off on a journey to find the clit because, like, they can never oh, find yeah. it. Yeah, that's like, a the funny more, one. Yeah, which is funny, but that's not a thing. So it's like... Why, like, 90% of these people being asked where it is always get it wrong? Yeah. And why? Why are they getting it wrong? So, I guess tying that into what the orgasm gap is, what we're saying is the clit is very important for orgasming. Yes. And the orgasm gap is actually a term coined to describe the disparity in orgasms between couples, also known as orgasm inequality. Studies have used it to measure sexual satisfaction among different demographics. Yes, I'm reading this from a page. Whatever. A good and healthy sex life can't be measured purely by how many orgasms people are having. However, studies have found that there's a considerable difference between the number of orgasms men and women are having in heterosexual relationships. Which, are you shocked by that? No. No. I thought you were talking to a lady for a second there. <laughs> everyone no, in the room is I'm, not shocked. I'm not shocked by that. looks from everyone. I'm not shocked by that because every dude I've ever slept with has always orgasmed. And how do I know? Because I've seen yeah. the cum. Well, that is... Lovely. And and the worst part is... I'm still like, talking. <laughs> I'm actually not finished. I'm actually Go. Not finished. And I have probably orgasmed 2% of the time. Wow. Less than that, 1.5%. 2.5% of the time. Yeah. Wow. 
That's very low, low statistics. Which aligns here that lesbians and bisexual women are having significantly more orgasms than heterosexual women. So if we're talking about, you know, what the common denominator is here. It's men. It's men. <laughs> <laughs> so respectfully, do better. Do better. Um, also, if we're talking about um, coming or orgasming from penetrative sex and orgasming from masturbation, 39% of women can orgasm from masturbation and only 6% of women can orgasm from penetrative sex. Well, that doesn't surprise me. No. Because they know what they're doing or exactly where to hit the spot mm-hmm. and not many people they're having sex with do, which doesn't surprise me that lesbian or bisexual women probably having more sex with women are getting off more because they know the female body a lot better or they've actually taken the time to learn it mm-hmm. to please their partner. Whereas, unfortunately, like we see in those funny trends and videos... People, like, make jokes that they don't know where the clit is, but they also take no time to actually learn or try. Yeah, that's a great point. Selfish lover. Slay, yes. I would say. Um, now, we're not blaming the penises no. for the orgasm gap because they are a great contributor to the, the whole thing. They when really, used correctly. When used correctly, <laughs> they really add to it. Um, also not blaming women who have sex with men. However, I think the orgasm gap might actually be a cultural problem. Why? Because we're not taught about female pleasure. We're not talking about female pleasure. No one talks about female pleasure. No. Um, exactly. I feel like understanding women's anatomy is a fundamental thing to knowing what you like and also to feeling empowered and to show a partner how you'd like to achieve orgasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And three out of four women said they can't achieve orgasm during penetrative sex. So that is like a really high yes. stat. Yes. Which with and this is like without external stimulation. Mm-hmm. So like... When you see in, like, porn and in movies and things like that, you literally only ever see penetrative sex, maybe a bit of, like, oral or whatever. But that is not reality and it's always going to need a little bit extra, which I think when we said, like, last week or whenever we did our last episode about using vibrators during sex and, like, when people's partners get, like, weird about it, Mm. why would you be weird about it? Wouldn't you want your partner to have as much fun as you are having? Yeah, exactly. I always get confused about. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And yeah. I feel like knowing your own body as well can empower you to show yes. somebody else 100%. how to use it and how what how it, the surroundings – fucking what am I saying? <laughs> how You can show someone else yeah, around exactly. your own body. You can get a roadmap. Give them a roadmap. Give them a diagram. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the thing is as well, that's also not taught. Like it's still like taboo to pleasure it's like, yourself. It's like a cultural ignorance of the clitoris. Snap. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? So what we do know and what y'all men listening or people that sleep with women should know, most women do need direct clitoral stimulation, such as oral sex and touching with a finger. Touching. There's many finger a tools. Object. Objects. Vibration's tools. really great. Um, lube. Get lube on there. Yes. Make it easier. This is really important for a woman to orgasm. However, obviously, this is really not depicted in a lot of sex stuff. So if you're watching pornography, if pornography is your main form of sex Sex education. You're probably going to get it wrong. You're going to get it wrong. Yeah. So do a little Google. Even on TikTok, you can probably find a good, you know, information yeah. about it. Yeah. Or this podcast. This podcast. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, oh, do you think also there's a cultural overprivileging of male sexuality compared 100%. to female sexuality? And devaluing of female sexuality? Yes. Yes. Because when you think about it in like pornos and movies and stuff, it always stops when the guy's done. Like True. that's the end of sex. True. And then as that famous quote, famous quote, I saw it online, this girl says, this man asked me, if two lesbians are having sex, how do you know when it's done? 
So that just goes to show. Jesus. He uh, has never made his partner orgasm ever. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. And this is like a fully grown man. So wow. if he didn't know that chicks can come. Yeah. <laughs> what is the point? Okay, so let's talk about the anatomy of the clitoris. So what we're going to do is we're going to picture a flower with closed petals. Mm-hmm. All the petals are closed. Within the flower is a nub, and this little nub branches down into two bulbous legs. Beautiful. Thank you. Now, not the vagina, mm-hmm. but the vulva. Outside area. Which is all the outside, mm-hmm. and especially the external clitoris, which is the little nub. So that's the little bit you're seeing. So most people think it's just that bit, but no. it goes way deeper into your body. It's not yes. just a little nub on the end. Yes. It actually has 8,000 nerve endings. Which is double the amount of a penis. Mm-hmm. So a lot more sensitive. Yep. And those bulbs, the things like the closed petal bulbs, they actually surround the vagina. And that's why when the clitoris is engaged and aroused, it actually swells up. Did you know that? Yep. It actually swells up like a penis. And that's why penetration can feel amazing. But when it's not aroused, it can actually feel really uncomfortable or like nothing really because the sensation and pleasure comes from the clitoris not the vagina. Yes. Boop, Which fact. is why it is so important to A, be turned on mm-hmm. and actually excited and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And you can see, like, you can see the change in your clitoris when you're turned on versus when you're not. So, why is you the know? clitoris so funny? Clitoris. Clitoris. You say masturbation. Masturbation. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I say masturbation. Masturbation. Because Master, I've mastered the masturbation. Wow. <laughs> Gross. Um, actually, fun fact though, the clitoris is the only organ in the human body that's solely responsible for sexual pleasure. Yep. In Has Greek, no other function. In Greek, it means key. I love that. Um, and usually seen as a small, like, button-like organ within the vulva. But also, whatever. So um, the clitoris is not just this little nub on the no. outside. It's actually so much more inside the vulva. Um and it's actually really large internally and is comprised of, that's what I was looking for before, erectile tissue in similar scale to the penis. Well, apparently the clitoris, actually someone fact-checked this <laughs> when you're listening to it, when the clitoris either it like extends or maybe it's the vulva or the labias, I'm not sure, either that stops and stays a vulva and a vagina and you become a female when you're developing as like a fetus. Or the clitoris or, grows into a penis. Yeah, or the grows into a penis. Correct. So it's really just a small penis. <laughs> It is. Well, but it's mostly inside. Yeah. And that's why a micro penis is actually can just be in a large clitoris. And that's why they say micro penises are a variation of intersex sometimes. Yes. So there you go. There you go. Let's so, every day. Okay. So what about the G spot? So um, it says that women should orgasm from intercourse alone because the G spot, which is like inside the vagina. The mysterious G spot. Inside the vagina. But it, so it is real, but it's misunderstood. Okay. So it's an area in the upper right side of the vagina. Mm-hmm. And it's an area which includes a lot of structures, including the legs of the clitoris, mm-hmm. including the female prostate glands inside the walls of the vagina. And then the external clitoris is the real pleasure center. So that's so, the outside. So is, does that mean that the G-spot, the mysterious G-spot, because I know when I was like younger, everyone used to say, oh, the G-spot, the G-spot. you've got to find the G-spot. Yeah. But is, is it actually just because when, say, something, a penis or an object or whatever, fingers are hitting the G-spot, they're actually hitting the legs of the clitoris. I think so. And that's why it feels so good. And that's what this article said. Look, we're not 100% <laughs> certain. But that is what I did read when I checked it out. So there you go. Everything's fact-checked here. Everything is fact-checked. But there you go. So that is why most women need external stimulation to get off. Yes. And I think some really good positions for that. 
What would you suggest, Nicola? To be able to reach Maybe the clitoris. Maybe a sidelining with the hand around. Well, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. Or um, just going on top. Yeah, going on top. That's great. That's easy access. A little grind. Yep. Easy. Yep. You can do missionary, but you might crunch your fingers. A little bit sore. But sometimes in the missionary, it's enough for them because they're, oh yeah, you know. You could do like a cock ring and then the vibration would be on the clip. Wow. You could do. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so if we're talking about the clitoris and how it's got erectile tissue, that means that when the clitoris is aroused, it becomes erect like a penis. Which actually is a really good point when people say like, oh, I got blue balls when I got really turned on and nothing happened. Blue vulva's a thing. Not blue waffle, <laughs> not to be confused. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, but it actually is. It's like when a female gets really, really turned on and then they don't orgasm. What, it stays swollen? Yeah, like because you're like, you're all, you got all heat and, you know, mm-hmm. fanny flutters and then you don't come. So, like, it's the same as being, like, irritated as blue balls. True. Because you didn't, like, orgasm, so you're just sitting there. We do say blue balls isn't a thing, though. No, it's not, but it's still a discomfort, but you're not going to die from it. Yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So I guess what we know is that obviously women do need to be aroused prior to penetration. Otherwise, the vagina doesn't lubricate itself. Yes. And also, the cervix doesn't pull back out of the way of the penis. Did you know that? Yeah, it's I did, a, actually. It's got to pull back. It kind of goes up a little bit. Yeah, otherwise, you probably find it really painful. So good way to get someone aroused? The clitoris. Clitoris. Oh, my God. Hands, kissing, caressing. Um, and also... Like they say, turning a woman on starts in the morning if you want to have sex at night. Yes. Good communication. (laughs) Make the coffee. Make the coffee. Make the bed. Put the washing away. All the things. Compliment them. You don't just get home in a grumpy mood and say, I want a root, because that's never going to work. I'll be keen. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, rousing is a good thing. And don't be afraid to use lube. It's your best friend. People think it's, like, weird. Like, oh, I wasn't wet enough. I had to use lube. It's not weird. Everyone uses it. I love lube. I feel like lube is a good way if you're not aroused yet. A bit of lube could then get you aroused. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's a little bit of wetness kind of going on for sure. And I guess the most important thing is communicating. If you don't like it, stop. Which makes us to how can we help this orgasm gap? Okay. Apart from the rambling, it says here. Stop faking. in, In the notes we've written to stop faking orgasms. Sorry, world. I've... Actively contributed to that. Actively contributed to the orgasm gap. Reason being, sometimes I just want to fucking finish and get on with my life. But it really does. The problem with faking is it makes these men think they're amazing for doing literally nothing. Mm. Then they're like, I'm really good in bed. I get these chicks off all the time. But like not probably 99% of the chicks they're hooking up with are probably faking it. Yeah. If they're doing what they did with you. I'm sick of seeing like, I watched this series on Netflix. This is my fucking fucked up series. But anyway, this couple like fucking super horny and then they just like fuck in the street. And I'm like... She comes and, like, they're both in the street having sex, like, against a wall. And I'm like, is, is she is she the few percenter that can come from orgasming? Because it is possible. It is. But I'm just like, are you – and this is giving people false information yeah. that you can make a woman come just by, like, fucking her with your penis, like, three pump chump. Yeah. Oh, my God, she came. Do you know what I mean? No. 100%. Anyway, so, yeah. But I also think just stopping to f- – not faking it. Um. Let's let's all let's go. Let's look at a diagram of the clitoris, everyone. Everyone go home. Internally, Do yourself a favor. Internally, let's see what it looks like. Externally, let's see what it is. And if you don't yeah. know, ask. Ask the person. What do you like? What do you like? Where is the clit? And when someone tells you to go a little bit down or a little bit up, just a little bit, a little bit, like a millimeter, if that. Don't we're not jumping up to my belly no. button. Exactly. Just move a little bit. And 
Also, know what you like because you can't instruct someone if you don't know what you like. So don't be afraid yep. to figure that out. Okay, so what about the penis owners? What can they do? They can understand that probably external simulation is going to be the best for them. Absolutely. 100%. Even though they don't like it, rub it. Rub it. Lots of lube. Keep them going. And lots of warming up. You can't just like kiss for five minutes and then shove it in. It's not going to work. No. Yeah, oh, I might, I might sometimes, but a little bit of kissing, kissing, loving. caressing. Caressing. Caress yourself. Touching. Don't expect people to moan like they're in porn because it's probably not going to happen. No. It's always fake. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, don't expect those poses you see in porn to get her there without a vibrator. You're probably going to need to throw a vibrator in there. Oh, yeah. Vibrators are so good. They yeah. are your friend, not your enemy. Exactly. Absolutely exactly. your friend. You can, if you want, a little bit of vibration on the front, a little bit of vibration on the back. <laughs> oh. Oh. Is that no, you didn't. Yes. But yeah, do yourself and any other future chick someone's going to hook up with a favour and, um, you know, tell them. Because also you're helping that person too because if you're instructing them, making them a better lover, then they're going to... A gonna, lover? <laughs> getting, making them a better lover, not a selfish lover. Oh, true. Okay. A better lover. Mm-hmm. That way the next time they go around and hook up with someone else, they're actually going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then you're doing everyone a favour. Yeah. Ooh, and also... A tight, and I'm going to do in little, what are these called again? Quotation Nicola? marks. Quotation marks. A tight vagina is not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. I feel like what we see in porn and movies and stuff is that people think that um, a tight vagina tight. is good. Probably means that this person isn't really aroused yeah, or they're also uncomfortable as well. Yeah, And definitely. orgasms, they're not the end goal. They just have a bit of fun. Have a bit of fun. Hopefully you orgasm. Hopefully you're both enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Painful sex, not normal. So sometimes if it is a bit tight and uncomfortable, hopefully you know, with lube and a bit of warming up, it goes away. But if it's really painful, it could be a sign of infection. So, you know, understand that. Go get it checked mm. if that's the case. Practice with yourself. Yep. Um, lots of lube. You now, there's one that. more thing that I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, just because it's normalised that women are hard to please doesn't mean you have to accept that. If no. your sexual partner says you take too long or you are too hard to please – then find a new one. 100%. They should be caring about your pleasure as well. Yeah. 100%. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Hope you learned something, a thing or two. Go, Just go and Google the clitoris. Yeah. Have a look. Find out where, the, where it is. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And also remember, everyone, everyone's vulvas look totally different. Yeah. So if your vulva looks very different from what you're seeing in porn, that's okay. That's normal. If you're... If your flaps are bigger than your flips and your fucking whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, you go, you're an innie, you're an Audi, whatever it, it might it's be. It's all beautiful. It's all fine. Actually, and the one thing I was going to say, vaginas don't get loose from multiple sex partners. Yes, they Because don't. you could be in a relationship and having sex three times a day with that person. Your vagina, you know, you're going to go say your vagina's loose from having sex with your partner. I'm getting so, thrush from having sex three times a day. <laughs> if you're having sex oh. with a random dude three times a day, you're not loose. It's a muscle. It's going to go back. Yes. Yeah, so let's stop shaming people yeah. for that. Let's fucking stop shaming doing that. everyone. Just have sex, whatever you want to do. Exactly. So. Right. Well, it was good to be back. <laughs> it was good to be back. Just a little bit of rambling. Yeah, a little bit of rambling, but you know what's new? That's what I say. Yeah. We always do that. Um, that is all we have time for today. So we, we now that we are back for season three, mm-hmm. podcast weekly, little bonuses. You never know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, please follow us on Spotify, leave a review. We're actually only on five stars, so add some more to that, why don't you? Yeah. At De Facto, where we post cool stuff in general. TikTok mostly. Cooler. Yeah, follow us on TikTok. Um, um, also, send me your happy birthday messages. You guys have been pretty quiet recently and I just yeah. feel a bit lonely on my birthday, so if you could just send those to me, that'd be nice. And don't forget to let me know if you knew what a quenda was. So... <laughs> Thank you. See you next time.
Over and out. out. <laughs>